Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome back to the Saved and Sexual Podcast. And for all the newbies, welcome. Um, This is Saved and Sexual, where we talk about all things salvation and all things sexuality and identity, honoring God with our sexuality. Um, So... Last time, we talked about feelings, and I felt led to continue the conversation on feelings because when it comes to sexuality, we know our feelings can take us to places where we really have no business being. So today's question is our feelings and relationships. So I am a believer in... No, sorry, I'm not a believer in dating just to date. Many people say, you know, you have to date many people, kiss many frogs in order to find um, the right person for you. I think that we should only get into relationships that God has called us to get into. Because many things, I, I work with many people who are so broken because they went to places God had never called them to go. So when we talk about relationships, let me explain what I mean. Many of us started getting into relationships from maybe the age of around 10 and these days younger than that folks um but the so for me when people are about 10 you've been so by the time you're getting married let's say you get married at 23 and you've been in like five let's say five relationships um two not serious three serious relationships um the things that you've put yourself through emotionally, spiritually, and physically are incredible. Yes, because you've invested yourself. And we, don't, we shouldn't act like people don't emotionally completely invest themselves in relationships. People are super invested. Um, and what this does is it pulls at various aspects of yourself. Now, there's a whole notion that, of course, you should be in many relationships. It allows you to grow and to think, how will you know how to be in a relationship if you haven't been in one before? Yeah. (laughs) Um, So my question is generally this. Do we think that there are no people who have married the people that they were in their first relationship with and had successful relationships? Um, that to, and that's generally my response to let's date many people. Now, I'm not against dating. What I think is there are some relationships that God will put you in that are not necessarily the ones leading to marriage. Yes, many people also don't believe that. But I think that's the case, that sometimes God is teaching you something at a certain time and he's allowed you to be in a relationship with a certain person for a reason, a time, and a purpose. Yes. Also, there are many times that we go and get into relationships that we have not even asked God about, we've not consulted God about. God never meant for you to go there, but you go there because God will give, has given us the ability to make choices in our own lives. So we choose to go in a direction we haven't even asked him about. So when people have, if you get into a relationship today, you got, you know, beginning, everything, everything. So like three years you're in a relationship and then you're like, wow, I think maybe we want to get married. want to go in this direction. I feel like this is somebody I can build my life with. He's my teammate, my partner. We're attracted to one another. Da, 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 da. Goals are the same, everything. So those are the non-negotiables we tell you to have as you're getting into a relationship, right? So there are certain things that you had set for yourself, prayerfully or not, 
Yeah. And then now uh, this person ticks most of the boxes and you're like, yeah, I think we could do this together. Then now you pray about it. Yeah. So now you're like, oh, I want to get married. It's time to pray. Yeah. So you start praying about marriage, probably together or individually with your prayer partner, with your, you know, mentors and parents. Yeah. So we're praying that uh, God will open a way. But then most, most times it's not, Lord, should I marry this person? It's Lord, you know, as we prepare to get married, let's do da, 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 da. Yes. I need you to do this and this and that. Yeah. That's what we're saying to God most of the time. Um, the reason, and by the way, I'm not laughing because it's a, a simple thing. I'm laughing because I'm guilty of, we're all guilty of coming to God with, uh, a complete project and then being like, okay, Lord, rubber stump. Yeah. So anyway, um, so, so we come to God and we're praying and we're like, okay, let's go forth. And then God says, uh, no. I don't want you to marry him. I don't want you to marry her. I need you to get out of this relationship because I never intended it for you in the first place or I intended it for a certain time. But God says, no, you're not going to marry this person. I want you to honestly ask yourself, what is the likelihood that you are going to listen to that still small voice that is saying, leave this person more than you're going to listen to the intensity and the realness and the earnestness of the feelings that you have for this man or for this woman. What are the chances that you are actually going to be like, okay, I'm going to let go. Yeah, I'm going to move on. I'm going to just go in the direction God has said. More than likely, we'll put that down and be like, oh, that's just cold feet, guys. Maybe, you know, there's certain things. When you talk to other people, they're even like, hey, you've invested so much of yourself, so much of your time, so much of your everything into this relationship. It doesn't make sense for you to be walking away right now. Are you crazy? Yeah, and sometimes the person that you're with is also going to be asking you, what are you joking? What do you mean God isn't in this? What do you mean God is saying you should walk away? That ain't God. That's not God. Yeah. Yes, that's not Jesus. Which is Jesus? Telling you to walk away? Nope. And then we get ourselves into relationships, into marriages. When God himself has said, don't go there. Do not go there. Yes. And then we end up a lot of us in this place where, and by the way, not every marriage like that is necessarily an unhappy marriage. Okay. Um, I think there are many things that will happen in your life because this is the most important decision you are going to make in your life other than giving your life to Christ, other than surrendering yourself to Christ, because this is the person you are one with, you are connected to in this way, the only person. So you get into this relationship and many people these days, as you know, you just need to talk to a few pastors, a few youth pastors, people will tell you about how much people are struggling in marriage, how many people are getting married and getting separated um, almost immediately. Like guys will come from their honeymoon, y'all, and be like, 
this ain't working. No, this is not going to work for us. After two weeks, yeah, because I mean, who's going for honeymoon for a month? But so after a couple of weeks, or a couple of months, or a couple of years, people are like, nope, this is not working. When the whole time you've been in this place where you're very sure that because my feelings are so strong, so I'm sure I'm walking. Um, and depending on my feelings as opposed to my, as opposed to the Bible, as opposed to what God is saying. And so I think it's really, really important for us as individuals to be really careful about the relationships that we get into, about when we get into these relationships and about being very intentionally prayerful before we get into any romantic relationship. Okay, and even any intimate friendship, I'll I'll go so far as to say that. Um, And it's important to keep asking God, is this what you want? Is this where you want me to be at this time? Okay, so you're already here. So now we have many cases of this was not God's plan now. So we're going to get divorced. Yes. And then people want to get remarried. Again, let's go back to what does the Bible say? What does the Bible say? But now my feelings are really strong. And you, ha- you hear very many people talking about my, um, how do I say this? Uh, or what do people say? People talk about God cannot intend you when you've been married and now you're single. Can God really intend for you to remain single? Because you're so mu- you're likely to sin. Yeah, so we're like instead of sinning by having sex outside of marriage, let's sin by getting remarried, yeah, and living in that sin. Yeah, disobedience to the word of God is disobedience to the word of God, it remains sin. So, obviously, my position, and I know we disagree about this in the church, but I think you know what God said if you get divorced, then you need to remain because that covenant remains until death, by you know, certain um, situations. But many people aren't necessarily getting saved to unbelievers and by the way when you get married to an unbeliever if that person if you then um become a believer you as the believer in the relationship you don't have the permission from god to walk away from that relationship you are called to remain in that relationship continue to be prayerful and hopefully turn your spouse i mean um uh, by the way you live your life and love God and the choices that you make and the things that you say, you communicate to them how the message, you communicate to them the gospel. So they are allowed to walk away. You are not. Okay. Many people aren't in that situation. You just say, I wasn't happy, so I've walked away. Now, if you disagree with me, that's fine. Um, and baby, get in touch and tell me. I know that this is like a polarizing issue within the church, but that's my opinion today i believe that that's what the bible says um so we then have this whole thing so you see in every part of this situation it's our feelings that are guiding us not scripture not what god is saying but because i feel a certain kind of way 
So I'm very in love with this person. I love this man so much. I love this woman so much. God cannot really be asking me to give them up. I am so unhappy in this place. God cannot really be asking me to stay here. Yes, I'm now so lonely at this time. God cannot really be saying that I should remain and feel like this. I should continue to feel like this. And until when? Because it's not like I can pray for the death of my husband, my former husband, former wife. So... God can't really intend for me to feel like this. Now, here's what I want to communicate. Those feelings are valid. Those feelings are real and they're true. I'm not going to tell you that they're not. They are. Okay? And they're strong and they are swaying. That is why we have to base our life on scripture because everything that we're feeling, a lot of the time, our feelings are going to lead us in the opposite direction from what God is telling us to do. Guys, yeah, because following God, obeying God is hard. It's about self-denial. It's about self-sacrifice. It's about honoring God more than honoring myself. And that does not always feel good. Okay, so these are some of the questions I want us to start asking ourselves. Why am I getting into this relationship? Has God said that I should get into the relationship? Has God told me that I need to... Um, and by the way, there are many people who are in marriages and aren't happy. Marriages that God told you to get into, okay? So people's situations are different. Things in life change. The Word of God never does. So that is what should be our foundation. The Word of God is what should lead us and guide us and show us the way in which we should go, guys. The Word of God. So my encouragement for us um, this week and moving forward is don't base your decisions on your feelings. Because yes, they're strong. Yes, they're true. But they, your heart, my heart, our hearts are deceitful above all things. It will lead us to places God never, ever wanted us to be. So this is one example um, of feelings in relationships and sexuality. Because we haven't even gone into feelings and now wanting to sleep with someone because the desire is so strong. The desire is so natural. So I should fulfill it, right? I want to be clear that... I'm not trying to discount the strength of the feelings. In fact, I'm saying those feelings are strong and they're able to sway you from obeying God because, because of how strong they are. And I think when the scripture talks about being anchored in the word, it means that we have to be set and just determined, but we don't go in our own strength because you have to tell God, I'm so miserable right now. I'm so miserable right now and I don't know what to do. I feel like I am drowning. And so I say, I tell people, come to God with that and then go seek fellowship with other people about that. This notion that we are going to walk alone and we're going to make it will lead us. Guys, it's so easy to fall when you're by yourself. And when you fall, it's so easy to stay down when there's no one to help you up. Sometimes you've fallen down a really steep cliff, yeah, like in a valley, and you need 
somebody to pull you up. You need somebody to help you up. So we must be willing to honor God with our bodies, but we also have to be aware that it's not going to be about doing it alone. We have to be willing to honor God in every situation, even when we are unhappy, even when we are sad. Okay, so take that prayer to God. Let him answer your prayer. And by the way, if you hear a voice answering a question you've asked, and it is answering that question outside of scripture, that ain't God, y'all. Okay, we measure everything we hear according to the Bible. Biblical truth is everything. It is the absolute inerrant word of God. It doesn't change. We are called to. God changes us. God strengthens us to deal with every single situation. My mother, who, by the way, one of the wisest women in the world, according to me, she, she said to me once, I think she'd been reading somewhere, but she said to me once that God cares a lot more, a lot more about your sanctification than he does about your happiness. Now, you see, that makes people really, really sad. That makes people sad a lot of the time. But many of us, many of us, one thing that I fully believe is so many of us are searching for joy. Okay? But we're settling for happiness. Because joy is a fruit of the Spirit. You don't have joy because your circumstances are good. You don't have joy because everything falls into place. You don't have joy because your kids are doing the right thing at the right time all the time. Or your husband or your wife is perfect and doing the right thing all the time. Or your relationship is fire and passion all the time. That's not why you have joy. We have joy because the Holy Spirit gives it to us. It comes from Him. But many people don't want what it takes to get the joy, yeah, surrendering to God. And so many of us settle for happiness. And it's not necessarily a conscious thing, y'all. It's not. Because happiness seems like joy. Okay, it seems like joy. So when we talk about the strength of the feelings, um, and I, I wanted to do an episode on the, the illusion of happiness, because happiness is fleeting. If you seek to be happy in order to honor God, you're not going to honor God. I, I would like somebody to please show me where in the Bible, yo. All these happy people, where are they? This life is hard. This life is hard. And we have the joy of the Lord. And we are able to enjoy ourselves and honor him and have a good time. A lot of the time in spite of the things that we're going through. Because it's his strength, not ours. Yeah, Because he enables us to live through a situation. And honestly, I think all of us can think of somebody in our lives who you just look at their life and you're like, how are you still smiling? And how are, how are you not finished? How are you still praising God? Like, you know, sometimes most of, some, some, a lot of us, at some point, you're just like the Job's wife. And you're like, hey, boss, we cannot continue in this manner. We cannot continue on this road. Hey, hey please, it's sometimes death is just better. Yeah. And we look at people and we cannot imagine. Like, you're just like, I don't get that. I do not get that. I watched an episode, um, a video, it was going around, I don't know if you guys saw it, that 
this lady in South Africa and she was showing people it was like a house tour and she was showing them around her house and it's basically a one room house um they go to the bathroom outside it's attached to the house but you have to go outside to get there and um she was so she was like there's so much everybody's welcome the the joy that was emanating from this woman she lives in this house she's a single mother um and she has three or four kids i'm not sure um between two and four kids and they all live there in this house they bathe in here not it there's no showers they just bathe in the same room where they cook where they sleep where they have she's like i have a bible study i have to do and everything and the joy that she has was so amazing to me not because i have more and therefore i should be happy because that's also a message from there happy again but because this joy it's outside of us it doesn't come from us this this is not her strength her ability it is god in her and she was just there saying praise the lord look at what he has given me and i will honor, i will honor him with it even if it doesn't seem like much to y'all i will honor him with it so i pray that god will lead us to this place where we understand that joy is what we need happiness may be what we want joy is what we need you're not always going to be happy you get married you're like oh my husband makes me happy in a year in 10 years and 15 years he won't make you happy so you're like okay let me move on you have a pair of shoes that makes you happy in another six months that'll make you happy you move on that's a smaller case yeah but we cannot base our life choices on our happiness let me repeat that again for the guys in the back we cannot base our life choices on our happiness or our ability to achieve happiness. It is fleeting and you will never achieve it. You will never reach it. So my prayer is for all of us, all of us, because I can my and by the way, I say this, I am probably the most emotional person any of y'all could ever meet. Yeah, tears come at the drop of a hat to me. I'm very emotional. Um, but I also know that those emotions, as strong as they are and as true as they are and as intimate and amazing as they are, cannot be the basis for my choices. Cannot be the basis. It must be scripture. So our sexuality, we all know how easy it is to, be, to go in the wrong direction when it comes to our sexuality when somebody tells us a little bit about how pretty we are and we are absolute not not just that because that's kind of shallow but you're truly in love with someone it's so easy to be swayed into sin because of the intensity of our feelings the heart of man is deceitful above all things believe god trust him he says, this is, my, this is the way, go ye in it. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. He is the only way. Do you believe him? Jesus is the word, y'all. Do you believe him? Trust him. Ask yourself the questions. Write down your answers. Talk to somebody about it. You can get in touch with me if you can't talk to anybody else. And let's pray, earnestly seek 
to be renewed, for our minds to be renewed, that we will not conform to the standards of the world, the definitions of the world, if I may add, but that we will be transformed by the renewal of our minds. So that even when I'm feeling the most intensely that I've ever felt, my question still will be that I'll be running to the word of God, being like, Lord, is this the right thing? Because it is a word of God that anchors us, that tethers us. So believe God over your feelings, over everything. He's got you. He gets it. By the way, he's the only one who really understands every single thing that's going through your body when it's desire, that's going through your mind when it's intimacy, that's going through every single part of you. Your emotions, psychologically, he gets everything. He sees it, he feels it, he knows it. So don't hide from him. Tell him. He knows. Let him be the one to guide you through it, that you may honor him in it. To the glory of God. So that's today's episode, which is longer than most, but I hope that you've gotten um, something. I hope you've gotten a question that you could, um, something has tickled your, not your imagination, but your thinking. And so you're asking certain questions and um, ready to hear God's answer right? Ready to hear God's answer to that question. May the Lord bless you and keep you guys. Remember episodes every Monday, every Thursday, and continue to engage with us on Instagram. Please like, share, and follow. Yes, I've been feeling the pressure a little bit to do this on YouTube because I think people find this a little bit more, YouTube a little bit more accessible because folks are on YouTube like all the time. So pray with me on that. And if that is God's will, that's the route we'll go. But I pray that you will continue to be blessed. But may the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace. I will see you guys on the next one. Be blessed. Be blessed.